Welcome back to Of Dice and Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, your host and dungeon master, and I'm excited for the battle with Avru. Uh, I'm not the only one. There is a stockpile of rolls from our patrons for this episode. Oh, shoot. Okay. That'd There's be going awesome. to be so much divine intervention. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> Uh, and, and that reminds me, speaking of them, I forgot to mention last episode, but our patrons wrote the Finian and Heen sequences where you saw corpses of people you once knew. So oh, okay. I love how much cool. they've been influencing the story. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are level nine. Oh, that means I get to roll for life. Oh, but then I'm the only one rolling for life because. <laughs> Would you like to roll for life, Tana? Yeah. Does Heen, Finian, are you guys rolling or just taking yeah, the average? Yeah, there's supposed to be another idiot. <laughs> Those have historically been pretty good. No, I just take the average. It works out well for me. Yeah, yeah, I know. There are only two idiots at this table who do it, but it's fine. I guess I'll just be one today. Oh, how wonderful. I rolled a one. You, uh. you get to re-roll the first one. I do? Yes. <gasps> I got a five. five. Way better. Okay, I'm going to need it for this battle. I am now a super not at all squishy 38 HP. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. We might have a third dead character by the end of the episode. I have roughly double that. Yeah. The base. <laughs> and then if I use the Halo of Spores, I go up to uh, 108 now. I can just stand there and take it for y'all. <laughs> oh, you'll take it, baby. Oh, yeah. You can't take it. <laughs> All right. Well, my name is Rachel. I play Tana. It is still so weird to be doing an introduction without Nolan and Greg, but here we are. Um, so the cool thing about Tana and me both is that we're both kind of stupid. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> right. Wow, that's so um, cool, yeah. Her intelligence is not particularly high, and as far as D&D goes, neither is mine. And so there have been a lot of, like, missed opportunities or, like, flubbing up a spell. But this last week, I did a spell overhaul. I was on Reddit. I was looking up all this cool stuff. So I feel like we're going to get to see Tana really start to come into her powers. I hope so. I hope it's that and not drop to zero on turn one. You know, I don't need your negativity, <laughs> but I might. You know, if she does, maybe I'll be there to save her. Maybe oh, not. I don't know. Dergus. Yeah, Dergus. He's he's there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The stabilizer. And who might you be? Oh, I'm Aaron, and I play Finny and the Elf. And uh, yeah, and Dergus is the awesome like field medic, and he's like the stabilizer piggy. <laughs> Adorable. Sort of like the Energizer Bunny, but. Different. It makes me think In of like a, respects. like a WWE fighter, like the stabilizer. Yeah, he's the stabilizer. <laughs> Sarek, save us. Hey, I'm Sarek. I play Heen the Scion. What a great intro. Um, <laughs> let's kill us a dragon? Yeah, grab your chairs. We're going to hit him over the head. Let's dragon to kill us? <laughs> oh, no, we're not going to let a dragon on. Then with that, it's time for our story to continue. Again, it still doesn't feel right toasting, but our god of comedy gave me this one. So please raise your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is not a toast, but a curse, apparently. May those who love us love us, and those that don't love us, may God turn their hearts. And if he doesn't turn their hearts, may he turn their ankles, so we'll know them by their limping. Uh, <laughs> cheers, I think. Cheers. cheers. Chapter 28, Death Trap. After mourning the deaths of Mo and JR, the rest of you got to work. Alongside goblin warriors from the Sharp Claw tribe, Tana and Heen began setting a trap for Avru. Meanwhile, Finian entered a trance-like state where he trained with the spirit of Chieftain Silkwing. A day has passed since then, and during this time the blight has spread into the ruins of the Great Wings tribe. With the help of Rafiram and Myra, you've managed to figure out its effects. It has three of them. All necrotic, acid, and poison damage is increased by 2d6. All healing is reduced by half. And creatures have disadvantage on death saving throws. Oh my gosh. 
Luckily, you have the sigil of Trigif to try and counteract some of these effects. Uh, Finian was carrying it, but even now, as morning mist fills the bogs, he's still unconscious. I imagine I have it at this point. Uh, it's been a day. Finian's unconscious. I probably would have asked Rafirim to wake him up, and uh, it sounds like that wouldn't have worked. Yeah, he is still out cold. Oh, All right. Completely unresponsive. I'm going to get Rafirim to help me move Finian to a safe distance, but <laughs> I'm going to rifle through his stuff because I know he had a lot of potions. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to take any potions, uh, bandages, uh, anything else that might be of use, and I imagine I come across the disc at that point. Okay, great. So you're, you're carrying the yeah. disc. Yeah. Tana and Heen, you spent a day setting up camp. So what that will look like is during this battle, twice, you can each have a sort of flashback sequence where you can interrupt me and tell me what trap you've set up and how Avru just <laughs> Ooh, sprung fancy. it. fancy. Yeah, we definitely went full Macaulay Culkin. I'll just <laughs> tell you that. Um, there's going to be some Home Alone antics with this dragon. <laughs> Expect tarantulas, you know, really hot doorknobs, like the works. <laughs> Great. And as morning comes, where are you? you too. Well, I laid out some gold in the center of town um, because it's my understanding that dragons are very stereotypically greedy. And so there's a small mound of gold that we borrowed from Finian's pockets. Don't tell him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're hoping he will land there. I am uh, up in a tree not far away with a small group of goblins. Okay, perfect. I'm taking a riskier approach. I've dug a little pit and I've covered it with the uh, a few branches so I can hide, and I'm gonna lay in here and wait right where I, th underneath where I think he's gonna land. Near the oh. near the gold. Near the gold. Well, you don't have to wait long. A shadow passes overhead, followed shortly behind by a gust of wind that reeks of decay. Moments later, a dragon with pitch black scales quietly, almost gracefully, lands in the center of the abandoned town, the only area open to the skies. He, he is directly above you. Oh, good. He didn't squish me. Okay. <laughs> that would have been the fight over there. He takes in the scene and is, one, curious that there are no goblins anywhere. Everyone is hiding. And two, is intrigued by the gold that is just uh, on the ground right where he has landed. Yeah. Well, in the split second it takes him to reach down and inspect it, we're going to do a idiot move a la Mo. And the goblins and I are going to cut free one small vine that was holding two trees in place, and they're going to smack him on both sides of his head. <laughs> right. Yep, yep. Like in like the Ewoks. Uh, I think uh, that's what Mo was talking about. Yeah. Oh, he's dead now. I mean, like that that plan was brilliant. <laughs> uh, okay, so he will make a deck save to try and dodge out of the way of this. <laughs> Avru's first save, as dictated by Zach, is a three. Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> However... No, stop talking. No, it hits. He uses his uh. one of his legendary resistances uh. to turn this into a success. I um, just learned what legendary resistances are. Would you explain for some of the noobs yes. out there like me? Uh, legendary resistances are common among very powerful enemies, and essentially, a few times per day, they can decide that a failure on a save is actually a success. It's very powerful. Uh, and it's very good of Zach to get rid of one so early. Yeah, thanks. However, the logs still crash into Avru. It's just not a direct hit. So he'll take half damage from your improvised track. Awesome. All right, that's good. Tana. Yeah. He will take 4d6 bludgeoning. Would you like to roll that? Yeah, absolutely. We're good. Okay. He will take a whopping 15 tree to the head damage. Of course, <laughs> halved, I suppose. With that, I'd like the two of you to roll initiative. <laughs> oh All right. <laughs> um, is Heen still drunk? Because Tana is. Are you hungover? Yeah. The, the, like, just the oh, bare man, buzz, mostly hungover. But initiative is good because we rolled a 19. I got a 22. So. Dude! Okay, maybe we won't die. I guess alcohol doesn't affect me as poorly as I thought. It's just those mushrooms that do. <laughs> it is Avru's turn, and he is now angry and also confused. <laughs> <laughs> like so many of us. <laughs> he will make a perception check. Heen, I would like you to make an opposed stealth. <laughs> All right. I rolled a two. He rolled uh a 27. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's easy. The... 
twigs and uh, debris that you have covering the hole is torn away by one of his claws, and you can feel his his hot breath now just filling the hole as he's looking down oh, at no. you. And he will attack. He will attempt to reach in with his mouth and just eat you whole. Oh, However, Zach has another roll for us. Again, a three for Avru's next attack. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. And it misses. Heen, it is your turn. I'm going to leap out of the hole like a, a startled frog, and I'm going to <laughs> immediately cast a, uh, a scimitar up in the air, but 30 feet up in the air, and as I run, I'm going to drag it, th- attempt to drag it through his wings and hit him with it. So let's see how that goes. AC 19. I got an 18. <laughs> you know what? Now that Moe's dead and JR's dead, and I know that I'm probably going to be dead, I'm all about embracing a little bit of chaos today. So let's re-roll that for you, Sarek. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and add three to that. All right, there we go. 21. Uh, so- your, your, your attack misses, but then he hears a... a branch snap and Avru's attention turns in that area and out of pure luck your attack becomes a hit. Ooh, nice. Okay, uh, as the attack hits I'm going to grow small barbs on the uh, on the scimitar increasing its lethality. Wow, 26 to da- uh, force damage to his wing. Beautiful. As your scimitar rakes through the flesh of his wing, he he looks down at you as you're, you're running around him. <laughs> Such a violent imagination. Unfortunately, your efforts will do not but feed the worms. And a shadow, a tree's shadow lashes out at you, hitting with a 21. Ooh, okay. Take 20 necrotic damage. Remember, you have resistance to it from the disc you're carrying. And I need you to make a... DC 16 strength save. I got a nat one. <laughs> and then there wow. was one. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, right. the next nat one the party has becomes a 13 from Pete. Oh my gosh, no way. Uh, oh, wow. I, is that high enough to, to escape? It's not. Oh. That puts me to 14. Thanks for trying, though, Pete. You are grappled by the shadow and pulled down onto your ass. Tana, it's your turn. Uh, at this point, I'm still hidden up in a tree. Uh, I can't afford him making a deck saving throw, so I'm going to hurl a chaos bolt right in the center of his eyes, and I'm assuming a 28 is going to hit. Oh, that hits, awesome. yes. Yes. Now that I am warping time and space around me, my fire transforms into acid. Ooh. Yep. For a total of 23 acid damage. Did you add the extra 2d6 to this? Go ahead and do that. Oh, well then let's go ahead and add add an extra 9 to that. He looks in your direction, but there's some acid dripping into his eyes. And so he he rubs it away, and instead he looks down at the gith who he has ensnared by a shadow. And a second shadow will emerge from a a nearby tree and grab onto Heen. He hits for another 18 necrotic. Heen, if you can just get him moving in like eight feet to his, I'm assuming to his right, that is all I need to trigger my second trap. Okay, I'll give it my best shot. This is gonna be interesting. A horn sounds from a nearby tree. This is one of your plans, Chieftain Griffin beginning the goblin assault. And all at once, the goblins emerge from their hiding places and and let loose arrows. Finian, you've been training nonstop with Silkwing since yesterday. Your meditation is broken by her, clearing her throat. Opening your eyes, you find yourself in a small hut where he moved your incapacitated body earlier this morning. There's a silver cord still connecting you to your body. All around you are the spirits of goblin ancestors, all watching eagerly, and Silkwing steps forward. The battle has begun. I hoped we could find my people's cells before, but whatever Walker did to them, he must have taken their souls elsewhere. 
Silkwing, do you have any idea how I might find those souls? It would be like finding a newt in a mudstack. This swamp is big. But why are you thinking about their souls now? The battle has started. We don't have time for this. I, I, I have some newfound abilities that might allow me to call those souls to, to the war. The, the spirits of the ancestors shift uncomfortably, like they're ready to fight, and you're stalling for time. But Silkwing sighs. If you wanted to sense them, it's possible that if you knew any of them personally, you could use longing to feel their essence. But I don't think you knew any of my goblins well enough for this. I certainly knew Mo and JR. Okay. I reach out into the spirit realm in the swamp, searching for them with my feelings of longing and the guilt and remorse I feel of their deaths. For Mo and JR? For Mo and JR. Make a DC 20 perception check. I'm going to use my inspiration and do that again. <laughs> sure. That's enough. Maybe, just maybe, you think you can sense them. They're here in the swamp, but far. They call out to you as you do them. Do you surrender yourself to their call? Absolutely. With a lurch, your soul is dragged away from the Great Wing Camp and flung through these swamps. You're deeper and deeper you fly, trees blurring past you as the color gradient gets darker, more blighted. Greens and browns give way to blacks and grays, and much like a diver coming up too fast, you don't have time to adjust. Take 32 necrotic damage. And then, in the span of a heartbeat, you arrive in an area of dead trees, not a single leaf in sight. Instead, you find hundreds of goblin souls chained to those trees by spectral bindings. It is Avru's turn, and he stalks closer to Yuhin, wrapped up in his shadows. You're interrupting my dinner, though I do grow tired of goblin meat. And he licks his lips. You know, Joey, it's a little bit disappointing because right next to that landing spot, we put a bunch of punji sticks underneath a bigger <laughs> trap. So I'm going to flash back to him falling in that. Uh, yeah, you spent a lot of yesterday setting up this <laughs> trap, apparently. The false ground opens up and he falls into this pit, making a deck save, I imagine. Uh, Malpomene has said that Avru's next save is a 17. The tragedy of that. He passes, using his wings to not fall. But he will take half damage from just the tippy tips of your spikes. <laughs> All right, I distracted him. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll 4d6 piercing. 12. And he will take his turn. Now that you are ensnared, he will attempt to more or less claw you apart. However, his next attack is a 4 because Linda said so. Oh my gosh. That one misses. <laughs> no, this was such a bad idea. My God. Without our patrons, yeah. I'd be so dead. Patrons keeping you guys alive. His I second claw attack does hit for 11 slashing. Ooh, I do not resist that. He's not quite done with playing with you. He's enjoying watching you squirm in pain. Instead, he's getting annoyed by all of the arrows uh, from the goblin just dinking into his scales. Uh, and he will blow out a line of acid breath into the trees, melting goblins. You can hear them scream as they die. Heen, it's your turn. Okay, so I'm at 15 health, so oh, if I, if these shadow tentacles even get a go again, I'm dead. I'm going to hold my breath, and because Gith live under caves, and you know, water can fill caves pretty easily, so we're probably pretty adept at swimming through and holding our breath for a long time. I'm going to cast creation, which is an part of the astral construct tree, and I'm going to form a layer of mithril around myself. I'm going to pull all of the essence from nearby me and project a shell of mithril around me to hopefully prevent any damage. So it'll last for a minute. And as I realize as it's solidifying around me, I'm going to slam one of the uh, minor potions I have in my bag. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. So I will heal five. So at least I'll take the edge off, and I am going to basically just entomb myself for the t uh, a couple turns. His 
shadow tendrils try and they're poking and prodding and trying to tear into the mithril, but this is solid metal. He's struggling to, to get into it. So he shrugs. At least you're kept there for the time being. And he'll move towards the trees. Tana, it's your turn. I'm going to give him a taste of his own medicine. I'm going to point my staff in his direction and let some of that darkness and anger that I've been repressing for so long come out. As I do, reality itself warps and a tear in the fabric of space opens right around his head where he will take immediate damage from the tendrils that come out and see how he likes it <laughs> with seven yucky tendril damage, AKA acid damage. Ooh, okay. So I get to actually add more to that, don't I? Yep. He can take an additional 10 damage. While this hell gate is opened, he is actually blinded. He's blinded. Yeah. Okay. So at that point, I will cue the goblins who are sitting in the trees to set off our third trap. Uh, a wave of goblins will come out with daggers and they will just be stag stabbing the crap out of his legs and feet um, for a bunch of tiny dagger damage. <laughs> oh, for the ankles. At the end of all of these stabby stabs, he will also have to take a deck saving throw, lest he wants another 4d6 of acid damage. Okay, so not only do you have a bunch of <laughs> goblins who are hiding run out with little daggers, uh -huh. all of the goblins with bows continuing, mm -hmm. continue to fire at him, and he's taking a bunch of acid damage. I think he has disadvantage on the deck save because he is blinded. Yeah, and the tendrils that are coming out of this rip in space are just lashing at his face. It's pretty nasty looking. I'm not exactly sure what I've done or opened up, and I just hope that I haven't opened up maybe more chaos than I can handle. So, first things first, he takes a ton of damage between all of the goblins. Uh, and in fact, they're stabbing into his feet and he collapses to the ground. Mm. And he, he, he's sniffing the air as he's trying to keep his composure. And you can hear him grumble, Brainstorm, <laughs> as the portal begins dragging him in. <sighs> he will decide to pass it one more time. His legendary resistances are gone. Yes. All right. We made some progress. <laughs> okay. I'm just yes. almost dead and you're... Uh... Okay, well then... You're still good, though, right? I'm still good. Um, no, so he will take half of 14. He will take seven additional acid damage. Finian, you are surrounded by motionless and silent goblin souls, all chained to dead trees. It's quiet. What do you do? I'm going to investigate and see if I can find Mo and JR amongst the Roll perception souls. for me. Up. Oh, like 27. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> While the eyes of the goblins follow you as you're making your way through the trees, not a single muscle moves. In this stillness, it doesn't take you too long to find your friends who stand out amidst the, the short little goblins. You find JR first, his blue scales having spread even more across his neck and shoulder, even creeping onto his face. Mo is nearby, both chained in the same sort of way. They say nothing as you approach, but their eyes do track you. I'm I'm presently just it's just my soul, right? I'm yep. not a physical yep. beast. And so are they, and so are their bindings. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna make my way over to I'll start with JR. And I'll see if I can just like if if there's a way to like just loosen the binding. The moment your fingers touch these ghostly things, your soul begins to decay and instinctually you pull your hands back. Yeah. You you suspect that maybe you could destroy these shackles and it maybe wouldn't be too difficult, but doing so would cause permanent damage to your soul. I ponder this just for a moment and then I just I go for it. Like I I have a chance to redeem my choice is a bit here. I'm going to try to free JR from his yeah. bondage. You you tear into this rope, I imagine, maybe using some of your... Yeah, I use my primal savagery. I create a, you know this claw-like appendage in my hand and I just tear at the 
Yeah. The rope. Without much hesitation, you, you tear into the binding and you can feel your soul eroding. I scream in pain at this sensation of like, it's like a part of me is being destroyed. I need you to pick either intelligence, wisdom, or charisma and permanently decrease it by one. Oh no. Wow. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> How did you change your mind? Yeah, I don't, I'm not, no, JR can stay where you are. <laughs> Just kidding. No, yeah, I'll take, I'll take a hit to intelligence. Now my I question. my mind going, oh, I just forgot some important stuff. <laughs> Did I leave the gas on? <laughs> Your memories beginning to fade slowly. Memories that were from long ago of your childhood. You're faced with an option. You continue and do this again to free Mo. Damn straight. All right. <laughs> yeah. Once again, I need you to pick one of those three to permanently decrease by one. Yeah, I'm just going to get dumber here. Yeah. <laughs> Much of your childhood is now a blur. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it was like 40-something years ago. So, <laughs> so it was Whatever. already a blur anyway. Important anyway. <laughs> I mean, with how many shrooms you're taking, too. Yeah, it might just really be kind of lost anything. in there anyway. Nearby <laughs> goblins are staring at you, Finian. And though they don't wear any expressions, you can feel their hope and their desperation. I can't help them. It's going to wipe me out if they take more. Aww. So do you return to the battlefield? Well, I guess I've released Mo and JR. Yes. What are they doing? They are coming too. It seems like they were they were in a daze for days. Mo, JR. If if you can hear me. If you can hear me, please. Our friends are in danger. Heen and, and Tana are, are fighting the dragon on their own. If you can, follow me to join the battle. I turn to the souls of the goblins. I will return and try to save you all as well. Avru, now frustrated. <laughs> he was not expecting a fight when he landed. Not like this. He roars, and the very swamp trembles. You feel his hatred in it, and every instinct tells you that you're about to die. I need Tana and Heen to make a DC 18 wisdom save. Uh, if, is it sound-based? Because it probably wouldn't sound... It, the sound wouldn't travel through Mithril well. Uh, or wouldn't Heen, maintain its integrity. you can take advantage on okay. this. Oh my god! I actually made it! You passed? <laughs> yes! I got a 22, so okay. I did as well. You both passed. However, you notice many goblins in the surrounding trees fleeing. Mm. Yeah. They did not. I, I mean, not all of them failed, but many <clears throat> of them failed. Yeah. And then he begins, he, he stands up, even through the pain of his hands, his claws bleeding, and he takes to the sky, trying to get out of this weird darkness that's blinding him. Man, that's a real shame because I have another flashback of how I ordered the goblins to start shooting ropes between the trees and tying them off. It's almost like he's stuck in the clearing. <laughs> oh, uh, he slams into these ropes and, and can't fly any further. So instead, he just flies laterally, just away from this miasma. And Teen, it's your turn. You can hear that the shadows have stopped clanging against your shell. It's risky, I know, to come out at this point, but they need me. So I'm going to, I'm going to drop the mithril. And so I see it turn from the fully solidified silvery material that was fully encasing me back into the translucent uh, ethereal purple before just dissipating into the air. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to haul out of there before those shadows decide to come back for me. Uh, on my way, I'm going to bump into a couple goblins I'm going to try and get the attention of a couple that aren't fleeing and aren't running. Sure. Um, and I'm going to yell at them, you, you four, stand here now. Uh, the four who were part of the crew that was in charge of stabbing his claws all form up. I'm going to, so even though Heen doesn't have expertise or anything in military tactics or strategy, I was a builder, and I was a builder of pretty big uh, constructs of bridges, walls, defenses, so I've seen ballistas before, and I know how they work. So I'm going to use Astral Construct to create 
a medium-sized ballista with my uh, action, and I'm going to use three side points oof, to replicate it. So now there are two ballistas unloaded, but sitting before them. You and you, get on and aim. You and you will pull the trigger. And I'm going to use my bonus action now to project ammunition into these ballistas. Okay, very good. They will fire those on the goblin's turn. Yeah, Whew. all right. I might actually do something here <laughs> and not die. Avru lands and again begins sniffing the air and his serpentine tongue flickers out of his mouth as he's tasting it. Come out, come out wherever you are, little tiefling. I smell your brimstone. And he he's stalking around, uh, stepping on goblins as he goes, very purposefully making sure he collapses on them as <laughs> with each step. Tosser. And then finally his eyes narrow and his attention lasers in on you, Tana. I'll step out in the open. It's your turn. I am wreathed in flames at this point. Some are orange, some are black, because there's so much chaos that I'm just spinning all around me. And as I aim my staff in his direction, all of the flames that are wreathing my body will jump to his, utterly immolating him. On top of that, as I'm weaving chaos all around me, I will force him to have disadvantage on his deck saving throw. Ooh. With disadvantage, he fails. That's too bad because he's about to take a lot of fire damage. I'm actually going to burn through one more of my sorcerer points and reroll three of these dice. Not only will he take 41 fire damage, but he will continue to burn as brightly as a torch until he can pass a deck save. Ooh. Did you say 41 fire damage? 41 fire damage, and he will burn for the next 10 rounds if he can't pass his deck save. Is that on his turn or your turn? His turn. Okay. The goblins fire their, their many numerous arrows and two ballista bolts. Heen, would you like to roll for those? Absolutely. And while they're in flight, I'm going to use the final point I can use this turn to grow them. So they'll uh, hopefully do even more damage. I'm not rolling those dice. Those dice are cursed. Oh, okay. So the first one is a 23 since the blisters have plus six to hit. And the second one is a nat 20. Both Go of those hit. Believe it or not. Wow. wow. Uh, Fantastic. You know what? Just for the sake of shock factor, I'm going to roll the damage for all these at the same time. Okay. So the crit and then the normals. And then on top of that, since they both hit and we crit, I'm adding a couple extra D6s from the grow. The grow oh, I'm sorry, the larger size. And keep in mind, since these are all my projections, they deal force damage, not piercing. Okay. Good to know. 101 force damage. 101. What? Force Holy damage shit. pierce into this dragon. Oof. And for the first time, he loses his composure and he roars pain, agony. I'm going to yell, scatter to the <laughs> goblins nearby. Yeah. Let's haul ass out They're of here. way ahead of you. <laughs> he looks back to where the two ballista bolts came from. And then he glances back at Tana. You're coming with me. Shadows emerge from the tree around you. However, the next attack versus Tana is a two. Thank you. <gasps> Thanks to Ricky. <laughs> Ricky! And the shadow misses. And Avru isn't interested in waiting here. He's stalking back to where the ballista bolts came from. With a jolt, Finian, you return to the Great Wing Hut alongside the souls of Mo and JR. All three of you take 28 necrotic damage from the blight raking into your souls. <sighs> Except for JR, who only takes 14. Silkwing and the other elders shuffle anxiously. Finian, where have you been? The battle is happening. Re-enter your body so we can fight. How do I re-enter my body? What? <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to give you a shove. 
like a, a directly into your body and you'll stumble back and fall. <laughs> and with a jolt, you'll wake up <gasps> and you're back in your body and you don't see, you, you just see faint wisps where you once saw the spirits. Okay. Oh God, that was awful. And I have this horrible taste in my mouth. It's like Worcestershire. <laughs> what? If you're in the Discord, you know. Of all the gross things in the swamp, that's what you decide to compare it to? Yep. <laughs> Finian, it is your turn. Uh, and and so I'm in this shack. I look out the door of the shack. Yeah. What do I see? A battle with a big black dragon. Uh, and you recognize this black dragon. He killed you at one point. Drawing upon my last reserve of energy. I'm pretty wiped out at this point. I take a couple of steps outside of the shack and I cast Wrath of Nature. I kind of point in the direction of Avru and these spirits, uh, which is what they are, they, in they inhabit the trees. Any tree within 10 feet of Avru starts violently rocking back and forth, the branches and the twigs and leaves whipping at very high speed and slicing into Avru. Mm -hmm. 19 points of slashing damage. He takes 19 points. And as a bonus action, I'm going to cause a loose rock sitting near him to launch itself. <laughs> That's a nat 20, so that crits. Oh, wow. 22 points of bludgeoning damage. Wow. The spirits of Silkwing and her ancestors are reveling, and you can just faintly hear their laughter, their glee, as they're enhancing the forest around you, the swamp, to attack Avru, using his own domain against him. JR, it is your turn. <gasps> I'm going to walk up. <laughs> Avru! Get out of my swamp! <laughs> and I'll attack him with my sword. Ooh, 24. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're coming in swinging. So yeah, I'll run at him swinging, run through him, slashing at him for seven slashing and one lightning. Can we all see you? Yeah. You see a ghost of JR who bursts out of one of the huts and starts swinging his sword at Avru. Okay, you know then you hey. will see me with my jaw dropped. <laughs> I hit with a 21. Mm-hmm. So I move through him for another six slashing okay and one lightning but as i pause after i cut through them the air starts to not smell like a, a swamp anymore and you smell salty seawater cool. as a gust of wind bursts through the trees and hits him right where i slashed and he takes 32 force damage Woo! whoa did three different types of damage there dang that's, that's sweet. awesome but before he has time to react mo it is your turn I'm back. I'm, I'm alive. I'm well, no, you're dead. What? Oh, I guess I can't see through myself. No! <laughs> I'm just gonna run full speed, ghost style, I guess, out of the out of the hut, mm -hmm. and I'm going to just run vertically up a tree. Yeah. And I'm gonna yeah. launch up in the air, and I'm gonna try and punch him in the back of the head. Of course you are. <laughs> Donkey punch. <laughs> Okay, so I got a 20 on the first attack. I'm assuming I have advantage because I'm above him. That's yep. why I'm rolling. Okay, I hit the second one. And I'm just going to do all my damage at once because everyone's doing them. That sounds cool. So I'm going to use a key point so I get two more attacks. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Oh, a 19 and an 18 on that one. So I hit the third one. Okay. No crits, but all, of, all four hit. So this guy is going to take... Some ghost damage. Uh, yeah, I'm going to fly in behind him. And I'm just going to have my hands together and just kind of slam him on the back of the neck for 24 nice. ghost damage. Holy shit. And yeah. um, I guess I'm just standing on his neck now. So whatever happens, happens. <laughs> his neck is burning. So <laughs> Yeah, he was on fire. It's a little soul. toasty. <laughs> Enough! He yells, and he opens his mouth wide, 
and from it a stream of acid emerges and he whips his head around to coat the whole town with it. First, Mo, make a strength save for me. All right, can do. Oh, mm. oh, that's a 25. Okay, so everyone except Mo, who's on the back of Avru's head, make a DC 18 deck save. Tana, Ali says your next save is a 13. And Teen, Ricky says your next deck save is a 10. Wow. Allie, we're going to have words later, you I and I, Missy. I don't understand Missy. anything you just said. That just squeaked. Out. I got a 21. <laughs> you know, considering how much the patrons have helped me, that's okay. I rolled a 12, so going down to a 10, I would have failed either way. Okay. You and I, Ricky, we're okay. <laughs> For now. <laughs> okay. Anyone who failed takes 75 what? necrotic damage. What? Uh, a friendly reminder <laughs> that you guys have the amber disc to give you resistance to... Uh, I'm sorry, sorry, it was acid damage, but you have resistance to the acid damage. So, was that 37 acid? Okay, so I don't instant die and go completely vaporized, but I am what solidly the? down. If you failed, there's another effect. <laughs> you become doomed. Oh, you remain doomed until the end of his next turn. And if you would become doomed again before this effect ends, you die. Oh. Awesome. Uh, Great. What, you, what happens if a ghost? I'm dead, Joey. That's it, man. You go to oh, ghost hell. <laughs> if you passed, take, what, half of half of 75? So was that 18? Take 18 acid damage. And you are not doomed. He, it is no, your turn. No, no, no. He is still on fire. And oh, so Oliver yes, can is. go ahead and make a deck save. And I hope he stays on fire. <laughs> he rolled a three. <laughs> Great. Cool. He's going to take more fire damage. He's going to take 15 more fire damage as he lights up like a torch and continues burning. Grumpy with my one HP left. You have one HP? Bitch, I had 38, and you just hit me with 37. I can't believe you you survived with one. I can't either. I'm bleeding all over the place. Man, he needs to fix that mistake. Joseph? Heen, it's your oh. turn. Well, he finally did knock me down, but uh, thanks to the disc, I didn't get, like I said, vaporized. Uh, so I'll be making my first death save. So as a fun reminder, thank you, Joey, <laughs> I have disadvantage on this because of uh, the rot. And even though I have the disc on me, it's not good enough. So here we go. Thanks for reminding me. I remember sitting in the uh, den of my parents' home as a young child and my father slaps me. You cannot do such a thing. You will never, sh should never, will never be that. I got a, uh, a nine. Huh, I wonder what you weren't supposed to be. <laughs> a seeker, probably. <laughs> Tana, it's your turn. Gonna take a swig of one of my potions. <laughs> Fair enough. So I will get a whopping seven points back for a whopping eight points total. <laughs> um, don't... By the way, where are, where are you two standing, JR? Mo. I'm riding the dragon. You're still riding the right dragon? Right next to the dragon. <laughs> You're right next to the dragon. I was going to come over and give you guys hugs and say how happy I was that you were back, but I'm not going to do no, that. Don't be so. scary. Come up here. It's I'll cool. Just, I'll just, I'll, I'm, I'm going to wave as a, a massive fireball rains down from the sky, and um, I wanted to hit him on the head, but I guess I will um, have the fireball hit the dragon on the asshole. Are we doing fire in the mo again? Yeah. <laughs> fire in the mo. We're doing fire asshole <laughs> uh, all right he and mo will make deck saves no right, mo is on his neck the fireball comes on the butt yeah we're good we're good i got 25 okay, okay. <laughs> avru rolled a nat 20 so he'll still take half but he dodges out of the way yeah, that and, makes sense why i dodged and keeps mo <laughs> attached to his neck <laughs> well he will still take 15 fire damage 
Uh, he is sizzling. Yeah. Probably good. actually smelling better than he was before. Yeah. At least now he's cooked. It's like barbecue in mm-hmm. here. He can't find the ballistas. They're gone. Nor the goblins who shot them. So his attention returns to the tiefling who's fireballing him. Oh, Jesus. How are you back? Your body is decorating my home. I'm sorry, what? He, his tongue flicks into the air and he, his reptilian eyes focus on Finian standing on the porch of a nearby hut. And I snapped his little neck. You're back how? We're just like roaches, I guess. You can't kill us. But also, that was a euphemism, right? My body isn't actually decorating his house, right? No, I wouldn't put it past him. Oh, that's <laughs> gross. Yeah, he probably that's have a house. gross. Tana, he will attempt to grapple you with one of his claws. He will hit for 12 slashing. Well, then I drop and I'm unconscious now. So that's fun. Yay. He... <laughs> holding your unconscious body since you can't now make an imposed strength save he has you he's going to run over to Finian and oh, try to attack him while he runs away yes you may ha! 19 exactly hits he will take 10 slashing and 3 lightning he's not looking great guys and because of that he's very hungry oh, and Finian he's going to try and take a bite out of your face <laughs> Oddly specific. My face specifically. Yeah, yeah. specifically. Uh, and he rolls a 29. That hits. We like his face. For Liked. <laughs> 15 piercing and 8 acid. And Finian drops to the ground. Wow. You can see the flesh, the chunk that he took. Those of you who are still awake, he finds it rejuvenating and begins healing off of this. The shark claw goblins, about half of them are left. They continue peppering him with arrows. And Finian, it's your turn. Uh, I'll make a death save. I believe in you, buddy. We'll come get you. In my... uh last moments of consciousness I I have this lovely little memory of playing with a butterfly oh. <laughs> a night butterfly in fact it's a Noctara they, they're like a moth drawn to starlight and it's landing on my nose and tickling my nose and then it flutters over and lands on my right antler I Both slowly reach probably up I, are missing at this point. <laughs> I, reach up, I reach up in my in my death dream and I I grab the the or, uh, allow the moth to crawl onto my finger and I look at it and I whisper a little spell and it goes on its way. That sounds like a positive memory. Is that it a success? A memory. It's a success. Jr., it's your turn. Okay. Uh, so he's holding Tana, right? He's holding Tana and uh, chewing on some <laughs> finny and jerky. He's, uh, he's not dried out yet. No, that's implied. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm going to try and run up his back, yelling, Avru, let them go. Make acrobatics for me. But do so with advantage because you're a ghost and you ignore physics. <laughs> I, I think we are still beholden to physics. Uh, <laughs> I got a 16. Yeah, that's good enough. He's not paying attention. (laughs) He's having a snack. Help me, JR1 Kenobi! (laughs) (laughs) Avru, let them go. I made a promise that I would protect them, and I'm not going to break that. And I hit. Tacking down. I deal nine slashing and three lightning. In between uh, bites, he responds. Mercy is a weakness, a perversion of the natural order. I'll speak in Draconic to him. I'm not coming from mercy. From the north, a roar of thunder sounds, and I'll attack down on him. (laughs) There we go. And with my drop of my sword, the wind from the north, that salty wind comes and hits with my sword down on him. He'll take 12 slashing, one lightning, and 16 force damage. Nice. From his own shadow emerges a tendril to ensnare you, JR. And the next attack against you from Big Boy Vic is a 10. Ooh, Unf- nice. 
Unfortunately, it still hits. 23 necrotic damage. However, you take half of this. Uh, Make a DC 16 strength save. Do it with advantage because you're a ghost. I'm good with a 25. Harder for his shadows to interact with you. You are not grappled. Mo. Okay, so we got Finian down. Yep. Heen down. Yep. Tana down. Super down. Oh, man. I'm starting to understand why they needed ghosts in the third Lord of the Rings movie. (laughs) All right. Well, so I'm like kind of like ethereal, right? Yeah. Can I like stick my hand inside the dragon? I know that sounds weird, but I'm a ghost, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. Oh, this is gonna be really gross. I'm just gonna stick my hands in my throat. In my throat. <laughs> I'm gonna just. I'm gonna stick my hands in the dragon's throat. Okay. I'm just gonna start pulling on things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna use uh, another key point here. God, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, let's see. Maybe you can. This recover. would be. I don't. I don't know. What would this be, Joey? Hey, Mo, you can you get me. my face back while you're in there? <laughs> I have a weird one. Okay. I feel like it's kind of a charisma check because it's how good, how much control do you have over your soul to be able to phase through his neck and then grab physical things in his neck. Fair. So make attacks, but do so with your charisma modifier instead. Am I still proficient? Because it's my hands. Yes. Okay. So the first one is a 22. You, yeah. I know you have rules regarding improvised weapons. If they apply here, go ahead. Uh, I guess if I pull something off, I'll use it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Continue. Uh, okay, so I got a 21, so I'm grabbing something in there. Yeah, you, you manage to grab hold of a, it feels like a sack um, that is being refilled with acid. So take six acid damage. Ow. You found his, uh, the, the organ he uses to uh, let's rip spray that open. Yeah. Gland. His oh! gland. Thank you. So I'm just going to try and rip this boy open with two two ghost hand damage. Okay. <laughs> you you begin tearing into it and you can feel the acid pouring out into his throat. Uh let's go ahead and do it again. Someone get that dragon at Tums. Okay, I got a 21 again. That's weird. Oh, okay. This time it's 8 damage. And then uh, I still have two more attacks because my flurry of blows. But uh, at this point, when he's starting to feel some, he's some- he's yelling something, but his his vocal cords are burning. His words are slurring together. You can't make out what he's saying. <laughs> uh. Final one, I miss. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, the final thing I'm going to say is I'm going to very quietly ask him if I can excuse myself. <laughs> All in my turn. It's his turn. Many of the goblins are dead or have fled. The swamp has now calmed without Finian acting as a conduit. He's carrying Tana. He's chewing on Finian. Heen, you're unconscious somewhere, is that right? Yeah, I'm still down on the uh, one of the porches. And JR and Mo are nearby. He's going to beat his wings and attempt to flee. Both of you make DC 18 strength saves. 18, 18, 18. I rolled a three. Mo, you fail. I Uh, just passed it. Okay, so Mo, you take 12 bludgeoning damage. You would be knocked prone, but you're a ghost. Yes. Half. Okay, cool, cool. He takes to the skies, Tana in hand, and JR still on his back, and you manage to cling to him. Heen. Okay, uh, I need to make a death save throw. Okay, so I'm standing in a field full of many different colors of flowers, oranges, yellows, blues, even some purples. And it's a warm day. It's calm, it's peaceful. The wind blows gently through and a pleasant aroma drifts through the air. I see a young elf woman dressed in white, a white dress with intricate blue lace um, threaded through it. Just like the flowers on the ground, her antlers are made of plants and flowers. And 
She stops and leans down and picks up a small bundle of them before standing up and smiling back at me. She calls out something that I can't quite hear and I smile back at her. Um, Something behind me catches my attention for a brief moment and I look behind and see a room. I'm no longer in the field, I'm just in a room and Sadiq is there and a couple other seekers. And as I turn back to look at where she was, I see her body standing before me, her face in shock and horror and blood flowing out of small little purple dagger wounds all across her body. Well, I thought that was a fun memory, but sounds like that was a failure. I rolled a four. Tana. Death save with disadvantage, huh? However. <laughs> that was like visible one. <laughs> <laughs> However. Tana's next death save is a natural 20. You can thank Ricky for that. Ricky, I love you. I'm coming over. We're going to go get ice cream together, okay? I don't care if you're in Canada. I'm on my way. You hear a voice in your subconscious. Embrace the chaos. Oh, yes. Thank you. Would you like to tell a good memory? An image flutters before my eyes of all of us. J.R., Mo, Heen. Finian, Dergus, me, um, having our first meal after we got our bodies back and not only getting to know the guys through, you know, what they were eating, what their favorite foods were, but actually having this moment of hope and also love hmm. that I found my new family. And yeah, they're all a bunch of idiots and we're just eating really gross sandwiches together. <laughs> but it felt it felt safe for the first time in maybe forever. That's really sweet. Yeah, except for JR's sandwich. That really was super gross. It's <laughs> because I was evil. You <laughs> 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 were soul render. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> soul render doesn't count. He wasn't my friend. Well, speaking of JR, he is currently riding this dragon up into the sky, and Avru attempts to shake you from his back. Make opposed athletics. I got a 14. He only rolled a 10. So you remain on his back. The goblins who are up in the top of the trees continue firing at Avru, even though you're still there. I need you to make a deck save. Nat 20, there it is. Oh, Oh, nice. Just when you needed it. You managed to finagle yourself on the opposite side of Avru, so he's your shield, and he's just being peppered with arrows. Finian, it's your turn. I make a death save. I find myself waking up uh, alongside the trail with my companions. And and Dergus is kind of rooting around in my pockets and I lean over and I pet him gently on the head and he comes over and gives me a little piggy kiss. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pass. A 13, you said? Yeah. JR, it's your turn. I'll say in Draconic, Avru, let the shadows know to fear the approaching storm. And then after that, I'll say the great storm in the north sends its regards. And I'll <laughs> shoot straight down a lightning line right through where its heart would be. <laughs> if he had one. And he makes a deck save. And I'll, I'll try and stun him so he'll make a con save if he fails that too. So, Given that you're on top of him, I'm going to give him disadvantage on this deck save. And he fails. He will take seven lightning damage. He was at five. Avru begins to plunge out of the sky, you on his back. (laughs) And he he will land in a very soft, cushiony place with me being in his claw. It is a swamp. He crashes into tree, into branch, (laughs) before finally colliding with the ground at a hard stop. Wow. Finding the only large rocky outcrop <laughs> in the entire swamp to land on. Crack! Uh, Finian, you'll be bringing back another dead person soon. No, I won't. I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> he dropped 60 feet, dealing 22 bludgeoning damage to himself and the two he carried. Avru looks up at you, JR, and, and coughs up acid that was 
pooling in his throat and he spits it out. You have nothing to celebrate. And then the life leaves his eyes. And that is where we'll continue next week. (laughs) Thank you all for listening to our podcast. And a special thanks to all of our deities who contributed so much to this episode. I think they put more work in than I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we need some high rolls for Mo. His rolls suck. (laughs) So thank you to our greater deities, Ricky, Zach, and Linda. Our deities, Malpomini, Pete M, Alleycat, and Big Boy Vic. Our Celestials, Ironjaw and David Green, our hero, Chris Matowski, and all of our adventurers. If you want to affect the story like they do, come join us on Patreon. That's all I have for today. See you next week. We hope. See you, nerds. Good to be back to you guys. Oh, Jerry, you're you're back out of that. That was awful, man. How were you how were you spending your time and your mind through through that? Uh, you know, I was just meditating. Oh, dude, I just I had to get distracted from all the pain. I was just sitting there and I like I ended up designing a zoo in my mind, but it only had one animal and it was a dog. Man, it was just a shih tzu. No! <laughs> no! 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 He's back, baby.